Hi guys, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. In this episode, we're not walking and talking. We're sitting in the lobby of Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Hong Kong and just talking about Calm Truz's journey. I found Calm Truz's music through YouTube. A lot of music channels were putting his music on there and I quickly became obsessed with the synthesizer, kind of retro, but also futuristic vibes and was really stoked to do this interview and just learn about the inspirations he's had. I know that he's really into spaceships and everything, so it's gonna be cool to tie everything together from his name to the names of his EP. And I really hope you guys enjoy this one because I definitely did. Were your parents, did they also grow up in upstate New York? Yes. And yeah, 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 basically the same area that I grew up in. So, yeah, it's, oh, it's very interesting. Yeah. What kind of what is it like, like growing up? In I grew up in the woods, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, the countryside. It's very quiet. I played outside a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed growing up there. At the time, I didn't, but now you know, thinking back, I'm I'm glad I grew up there. Yeah. Were your parents always kind of creative going up? My dad wasn't necessarily creative. More, he was more into woodworking and things like that. So they weren't really. You know, me and my sister like are both creative, and it's very strange. You know, my parents weren't really. Not that they weren't creative, but that wasn't that. They never focused on it like we did. You know, yeah. as kids. So, and um, yeah, I don't know how it really it happened. You know. Did you have some? Were your friends creative, or where do you think you got that like inspiration from? Not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had a lot of friends that were in bands and things like that, and I was always in sports and uh, things like that, and was never really, I guess I was creative, but like not really until later in life, you know, yeah. until I was probably after high school is when I really kind of got serious about it, you know? Yeah. How would you describe yourself back then, like growing up? Mm. Like, a, like a jock, maybe? Yeah? What yeah, kind of sports? I did like football and mm. track and field and wrestling. I did a little bit of uh, soccer. Yeah. Um, was it something your parents pushed in, or you just were, like, really good at it? <laughs> I mean, I grew up playing football for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. I think my dad, my you know, my, my father has 13 brothers and sisters. So oh, gosh. This huge legacy of uh, uncles that all played in high school football team and all yeah. that. So I had this, like, kind of to legacy to live up to. He never really pressured me, you know, to, like, do it. I enjoyed doing it, and then towards, you know, towards, like, uh, the last few years of high school, I just really started to not care as much about sports. I got more yeah. into the creative stuff, which, you know, I think it's logical to uh, to do that. But Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, like, subjects were you into back then? Mm. I was a big fan of social studies. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, and um, science, definitely. Yeah. Where do you think you got that, like, science? I don't know. I, I was, a, you know, just a... Uh, I just remember mixing <laughs> potions, basically, at home when I was little, just mixing all kinds of crazy liquids in the, you know, in my dad's, well, you know, where uh, it's a tool bench and stuff. I always have light things on fire, getting in trouble. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Like I didn't burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, like in the forest, I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just you and your sister then? Yes. Oh. Yeah. But were you used to, like, having, like, a really big family, kind of, like, really close to always doing stuff together? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, most of my, I mean, I have some family just up and down the uh, the East Coast, but uh, a lot of the family still, um, uh, you know, right in upstate New York. So, 
yeah, there was always big parties, and you know, was just saw everyone so often. So, you know, I was used to it. It doesn't well, happen yeah. as much now, but you know. <laughs> what kind of music were your parents listening to when you grew up? Mm, lots of Billy Joel. Oh yeah. Mom loved Bette Midler. Um, Dad was a Peter Frampton kind of guy. Um, there's some Michael Jackson in there. Um, Michael McDonald, <laughs> uh, Kenny Loggins, Bobby Brown, Janet mm-hmm. Jackson. Wow. Um, uh, Do you think that influenced you? In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, looking at the their, through their records and just not understanding what a record was. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember looking at the covers and being like, oh, that's crazy. It'll be Culture Club records. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can remember looking at it and being like, what is this, you know? Yeah. When you first, like, got into music, was it, like, records or, like, through the internet? Or, like, were you already, like, into SoundCloud type of thing? When I got into music, I don't know if... I mean, the internet was pretty small, I guess. Um, but... There's not much out there. It was, like, LimeWire. No, yeah. <laughs> it was before that. It was, uh, <clears throat> like, MTV, basically. Yeah. was how I kind of got to know music, the radio, and things like that. Yeah, it's weird to think about like how I found music that I liked. Yeah, because you were like be into drum and bass, but it's not like yeah, on the radio. Like, no, was, that was like way that was after. Later, too, oh, right, yeah. right. I was into, like, I remember, I was into like 311 and, and like Nine Inch Nails for years and things yeah. like that before I really kind of matured my taste a little. Mm-hmm. Were people, uh, your friends back then, people you grew up with also listening to like that type of music? Nine Inch Nails that like you yeah. just like kind of nah I mean I, a lot of my friends are into like classic rock and like jam mm-hmm. band music and, you know Dave Matthews Band and Fish yeah things like that and I just was never interested in it you mm-hmm. know I like some of the songs yeah. they're okay but you, I just never yeah. wanted to listen to it you know, so yeah mm-hmm. did you go to concerts growing up nope it's kind of like out of the way right yeah, yeah. so yeah. actually experiencing music is different because for me like in Hong Kong there aren't growing up there aren't too many acts I listen to so mm-hmm. I felt like kind of like not really in the scene but also having this like yeah. outsider's point of view and just like realizing music through like the internet it's like kind mm-hmm. of a weird way to experience stuff because I yeah. realized people in the states growing up like do you want to see Ariana Grande you see her next yeah, week yeah. like it's completely different yeah yeah growing up in a small town there was nothing like that you know you had to drive pretty far to um to see a show yeah I never really uh, yeah that part of music was never big uh, never really big for me as far as like seeing a concert I didn't really care and then once I found drum and bass music and finally you know drove down to Philly and uh, you know did a DJ set it was amazing to be in like the same room as a group of people that like the same music for, yeah. as the first time I was like oh music's pretty cool you know yeah like, it's actually a pretty around, weird feeling yeah. to see people who like being know in exactly the and, same artist yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's being able to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Know. But then you did, so you did like creative stuff like graph, was it graphic design mm-hmm. in college? Mm. Or? I went to college and quit. I was teaching the teacher. I went for a web development and then uh, worked for my father for years. Was that, was that something your your parents wanted you to do at a college or? Yeah, I mean, they didn't push me, you know, they let me, you know, I remember calling my mom and being like, Mom, I can't do this anymore. And she was like, well, don't agree with it, but it's your choice. But were you into like graphic design? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, that's you still basically, do your visual yeah, yeah. stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, you know, much later, years later, I, uh, I ended up uh, working in advertising for you know six years before music, and then music kind of. Did happened, you like that? So, yeah, oh, yeah. 
I didn't. Music was like a like an accident, you know. Yeah. Basically a happy accident. Yeah, I was. I was pretty convinced that that was gonna be my life, and I'd work in advertising forever and have a family and yeah. house and you know like have a normal life. And then was it something when you were doing advertising? Was it something you were like really keen about? Like after work, you would still like. I don't know, like, look at campaigns or, like, look at other stuff, or mm. is it just, like, work and then, like, done yeah. with it, I'm going to go home? Yeah, I mean, I was more into, like, creating digital art, um, but, yeah, I, would not, I wouldn't go home and, like... <laughs> Dream about more campaigns. Look through magazines ads, and uh, it was work, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing, like, music now, I don't listen to music like that, you know? I, I get, like, too picky, you know? Yeah. So. When did you realize it was, like, the turning point for, like, music? And it was going to be your career, like, that... Well, I uploaded... Uh, I contacted a blog way back, and they uh, they released my first EP, the original version, and I was, like, a t you know, a day went by, and it was just... It was everywhere, and I was like, well, this is interesting. And then, you know, sooner or later, uh, like, a tour popped up, and I had to make the choice to either take a leave of absence or just go for it. And uh, I remember my creative director, he was like, dude, just go for it. Just, you know, advertising will always be here. Just, you know, ride the wave till there's no more waves, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just did it. My mom or mom and dad were like, ooh, you finally got a good job. You're, you're supporting yourself, and now you want to just throw it all away on music? And it took a long time for them to yeah. uh, to realize that music is, is still a viable career, you know, even as a, a smaller yeah. artist. Yeah. How did you feel like you proved it to them that it was, like, a viable career? Oh, uh, they came down to my show in New York, uh at, uh, was it Bowery Ballroom, and mm -hmm. it was sold out, and that's when they were like, well, okay. <laughs> and people were screaming and chanting, and, you know. So yeah. that's, that's when I think it eased their mind a yeah. little, you know. Was it surprising how fast you were able to, like, get into the scene? Because, like, people yeah. worked for years to get into the scene. Mm -hmm. You got it with, like, one song. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, I don't know how I did it. It's a people try, I try to, like explain it or figure out the origin of like yeah. the moment but I can't I don't I just I just wrote music that were I you, enjoyed yeah were you able to like track your success because I actually started listening to yourself in high school mm -hmm. and a lot was from like YouTube channels mm -hmm. was that something that you like you, I mean no, I don't know you, people like really didn't contact YouTube channels back then they like picked up a lot of stuff from blogs but yeah. I feel like a lot of YouTube channels posted your stuff oh, yeah. which like created a whole wave of like this type of music the posting fun. like majestic or like yeah. Sound, like all of this stuff found footage videos and things like that yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fun it's it's pretty it's staggering the amount of people that I meet who that's how they found my music yeah YouTube which is like the last place I would ever think or go <laughs> to like find music I just yeah. you know it's, I think of it as videos and like music videos are cool and everything but they're like almost irrelevant now I guess you know they're just they're just for you know the internet now yeah um, which is fine, but I just I find it I just find it really funny that people that's what yeah. people. So you completely you know. didn't track any success of your YouTube videos. No, I mean I've seen things, yeah. but I just I like I'm, you know, what yeah. I, you know, I don't I don't like I don't like looking things up about me anymore. You know, like I don't want to know, I don't want to know anything. I yeah. Just write the music. <laughs> Did you have like a mentor kind of through this, or anyone who guided you? Yeah, my uh, manager lawyer. Um, he really was kind of the. St still is the foundation oh, wow, keeping me keeping me wow. sane. Yeah, uh, he's a really good dude. He's uh, you know, he's like I said, he's my lawyer. 
and uh, does my management, but uh, he's also a, a really good friend, and uh, his I really really value his opinions as far as m you know music and, and things like that. So he's definitely the one that's that's kind of you know mentored me as yeah. far as you know dealing with all the you know just uh, this is this is a career you know yeah. yeah. Did you ever feel like in your career kind of like growing up in this like forest or like small town and I mean, like, got into a part of, like, the industry that you were kind of, not, like, scanned by anyone, or but did you ever, like, go through that way? Because I guess it's just kind of, like, a lot of artists go through the beginning struggles of, like, getting cheated or, like, that sort of thing by, like, big labels. Did mm. you feel like you went through something similar? Mm -hmm. or? No. I'm glad that I started a small potatoes kind of guy. Um, I always, from, from the beginning, literally from, it was very early on, I had... I had Matt, my, my manager, lawyer, right there, so I wasn't, you know, a lot of people do get screwed over in the beginning, and, um, you know, it's like, uh, it's very interesting, because my roommates are dealing with this right now, They're, my roommate and his bandmate, they uh, signed to a major label, Yeah. and it just, it's just, I hear about it constantly, it just yeah. seems like such a big headache, I'm glad that I'm on, like, you know, Ghostly, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not a huge label, it's not a small label, but it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's a it's a good home for my music as far as, uh, you know, an American electronic musician. How do you think your personality has changed since you started doing all the music stuff? I'm cynical and <laughs> grumpy and old man now. Uh, no, I don't know. I, have, I think I still think I'm pretty, pretty shy. You know, I've always been that way. Uh, you know, like the performance, the, the live show, it's like, it's, I still get very shy on stage. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's the first time every time, I guess, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I've changed all that much. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a little... You know, I, I got a little less patient, I believe, maybe, mm -hmm. you know? I just don't put up with things uh, <laughs> as well as I used to. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I really think I'm the same person. Yeah. Um, Would you say you're more, like, introverted? Definitely. Yeah. Extremely. Is that difficult but, for music? It's a lot of, like, networking and, like... Yeah, see, I don't network really that yeah. much. I mean, you do at shows and things like that, but, like, yeah. when you're, like, on tour, like... like constantly having, putting night, yourself out there. Like, yeah. So I go home and, like, I don't go out. Like, in LA, I never go out. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. I go to the grocery store, and that's, like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. Is that also, like, why I decided to, like, want to do music alone? Kind of like you're focusing, or is that completely yeah, I've always different been, things? No, yeah, I mean, I've always been like that, even growing up. I mean, <clears throat> when I was into electronic music, uh, music as, a, as you know, when I was younger, like I said, all my friends were into other music, so <clears throat> I was very alone in that, you know, that kind of kind of part, which I never, I never thought about it like that. Like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was never, like, sad, like, no, no one else likes the stuff I like. I was, mm -hmm. I was happy to <laughs> be the only one to like it, you know, yeah. it's like... You know, I, I like to, it's, a, it's like when I find new music, I don't share it with anybody. I'm like, this music's too good to share. And I'll just do it for a while, and then I'll be like, okay, you want to check it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know so, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely an introvert. Do you think you would put yourself out there to make music with other people? I mean, not, I mean, you probably do it already, but Yeah, like, I have. Yeah, but um, like do it on a bigger scale? I would like to. Yeah. I'm open to it. I'm just not chasing it. You know? Yeah. I'm just gonna the the right opportunity will come. It's the yeah. same thing. I, I want to score films and you know do, do less touring. Uh, yeah. I'd much rather be home. Um, but <clears throat> it's also something that I'm not gonna chase it if it's if it never happens. I don't really care. But, yeah. Uh, you know, if it happens to come along in the right moment and the right person, 
totally. I'm yeah. totally, totally open to it. And with all the, like, sci-fi stuff, like, you're really into Blade Runner. Like, mm-hmm. who showed that whole, like, sci-fi world to you? <clears throat> I was like, I feel like you're born with certain things. I think I was born with it, like predisposed to liking it. I can't mm-hmm. remember a time where I didn't like science fiction stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know who show. I think it's probably just watching movies on television back when I was younger. But uh, yeah, like, <clears throat> like my parents, my dad, he wasn't. He's not necessarily into science fiction. I mean, he likes it, mm-hmm. but it's not like something he he imparted, you know, on me. I guess. Um, I just, yeah, I just always think I've always been kind of into yeah. it. Yeah, were your friends into it as well? Mm-hmm. Not really. No. I've carved my own path. Were <laughs> 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 you um, also reading, like, science fiction books, like the whole... I was like, into comic books. Yeah. Okay. I read a lot as a what kid. What type of comic? No, it's, uh, like, Star Wars comics or Predator comics. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. What did you choose to, um, for your music, have more of, like, the sci-fi elements and, like, a projection of your, like, personality? Like, why did I choose the more sci-fi? More of, like, yeah, like, the narrative. Less about myself. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, yeah. like, uh... When I try to write about a personal life event, I don't like, <clears throat> usually don't really like the results. Like, mm-hmm. I have a hard time, let's say if you had like a breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried to write about those situations and I just hate it. In the end, I just don't, ugh, it's, ugh gross. Yeah. I don't like it. Have you showed it to other people though? Maybe it's just like something that you No, those tracks are great. I suffer they're very personal. <laughs> There's a, I have written about some situations yeah. that I'm really, 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 really picky. I, I like having the narrative. Yeah. Because it's a shield. Yeah. If someone is to, you know, kind of uh, talk about your music in a, you know, in a not the best way uh, about my music, it's it's they're not talking about me as a person. They're talking oh, about the music. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's not like my emotions are totally out yeah. there. You know, so I have this little wall, which is like good for me. Do you feel like you have two kind of like personality, like your sci-fi one that you project and you use that as a shield and you have like your personal one that you're mm-hmm. like actually trying to protect? Mm-hmm. Not two personalities per se, but yeah, yeah just, uh, just what, like an extra, wearing an extra jacket. Yeah. You know, it's raining, I guess, you know? Yeah. And each album kind of is like its own narrative, right? Well, all the music or... follows from Cyanide Sisters to Iteration. It's the same story. I mean, your inspirations are like... Are they the same, like the same movies, but just like building on from there? Or do you feel like every time you write an album, it's like a whole different set of inspirations? Mm, no, it's just kind of one giant kind of mishmash of, yeah. of inspiration. Um, I think I've pulled yeah. from different things yeah. here and there. But uh, I think, um, yeah. I think I read one that you were like, like some space control at NASA or something. That you're like manning a shuttle for like your inspiration. I mean, remember, it's like oh, a really maybe, long yeah, interview. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think about stuff like that. It's but yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's very loose, you know. Yeah. Do you feel like so you just like get into the studio or like get in that mindset, and then make it, or like you actually like kind of personify? This no, I still sit and write a, uh, a good, a good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, when I was writing yeah. to you know that narrative, I would sit and write, you know, a good good three or four paragraphs of what the release needed to what part mm-hmm. of the story the release needed to kind of kind of project so how do you get in the mood for when you're like going to do that lots of coffee <laughs> um, sleep i work early i'm not a night owl so uh get some good rest and uh yeah i just i just i just do it i don't know there's not i don't really have any routines like that you know yeah no, i'm a pretty simple person 
like your future albums. Um, so it's just kind of like the extension of this narrative, right? Yeah, and I mean, you like is... make it on purpose. That's kind of like everlasting, and you could just always like keep mm -hmm. adding albums. No, this is it. Iterations, the end of this this narrative, and then I'll start something new. But uh, you know, I only have one more EP and one more record uh, with Ghostly, um, and I think that's it. That'll be it for, for music be, in for, general. No, for countries. I think it's. I don't want to. I don't want to make it too watered down, you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's a good amount of music and it can just live. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I'll be happy, you know? And yeah. Then, you know. Do you think you'll you'll still tour, like, off countries or you kind of just mm -hmm. want it to be, like, the end of this whole... No, I, I mean, I'd be probably, I'll probably have to tour for a little while and do, you know, play shows here and there, but, yeah. you know, these big, giant, long tours, you know? Yeah. And for, like, your future albums, will that be also... Is it still like a sci-fi motive, or is it kind of... I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. <laughs> and last question. Mm -hmm. What do you want to be remembered for? Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Being a nice guy, well, I guess. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome, <laughs>